This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, Harry Douglas in for J. Will. Today, J. Will, and is the, a, a proud daddy for the third time this past weekend. Congratulations, Jay. We are joined right now, gentlemen's. And we're presented by Progressive Insurance. We are joined right now on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app by Julian Love, New York Giants defensive back. Good morning, Julian. Good morning, guys. How we doing? Julian Love, Notre Dame non-fighting Irish defensive back, ex-defensive back. You know, it's funny because <laughs> I just looked it up. I was just wondering. So Julian Love is listed at 5'11", 195. That's basically my size, but he plays defensive back no, in the NFL. Not, about, not about the size of the dog. No. It's about the fight of the dog, and right, on Julian? on top of that, Max, <laughs> when I look at Julian's body and I look at yours, yeah. it's not the same. It's not the same thing? No. I thought it was exactly the same. Are you no. sure? 100%. Right. Okay. Well, I <laughs> Free throw, Max. <laughs> oh. Jeans that did, alone. That didn't look, that didn't look, the jeans alone, Jay. Key saw me getting ready to shoot a free throw, which is hilarious, and, and he says, says you know, I think he's going to hit it, Jay, and then he looked at me and he goes, Nah, man, the genes alone. Genes <laughs> alone told you what you needed to know. Uh, Julian, what was that the big, to hurt. Yeah, it hurt us. It was not good. What was the biggest key in shutting down the Packers offense in the second half in that comeback win in London last week? And let me, before you even answer that, thank you very much. I'm a diehard Giants fan, and I've been dying hard the last 10 years. Boy, that, that was as good as I felt in a long time. What was the key? Yeah, honestly, it was everyone just at halftime having composure. Um, what was in front of us the second half? Oh. Great reader. He was uh, picking apart some of our zone looks. Um, and so we switched to you know, tighter coverage. Uh, and it was working. And, uh, Julian, we're having uh, a little problem with the cell yeah, phone reception or the phone reception at any rate. We're going to put you on hold for a second, Julian, and, and get that straightened out and then bring you right back on. Yeah, if he maybe find a hard line for some, um, that may People work don't out. have him anymore. Well, you know? he can't be in the NFL with no Metro PCS now. <laughs> no, he probably no. I'm, I would think he's at the facility. What's today? Wednesday. I would yeah. think he's probably at the facility right about now. So he probably could find get a, a hard line. line. Yeah, yeah, get a hard. line. You have a hard line in your house? No, no, I, I don't got, either. I got. Well, I ha- I need one though because my cell sometimes don't work. But I unplugged all the phones because the phone would be ringing crazy times at night times. Well, I have it because of the calling. alarm system, but right. I don't. I yeah, don't we even don't know use the it. number. Yeah, we don't have. I don't have it plugged in. <laughs> if you in ask anymore. me what's the phone number at home, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't have a hard line at think, all. I don't think the phone's ever rung, to be honest with you. See, my head, that's how I had to unplug them. Every last one of them. Yeah, you get you get. I had the, it in the kitchen in the basement. Oh, so it's I the worst. Both. Yeah, see, we got in a house for, for the, of the alarm. alarm. Yeah. For the alarm system, yeah. You ever have an elevator in, in, in like a townhouse or something key? And the, yeah, you have to keep a phone in an elevator. I'm not answering that, man. Uh, elevator? I'm not going to answer don't worry I'm not going to answer man. that. I'm out of that conversation. So, Damn, I don't have all no I can tell, in my home. All I can tell you is you're, you're required to have a, a, a phone in the elevator, I'm and not, sometimes it rings. I plead the fifth. Sometimes it rings. <laughs> yeah. I plead the fifth. So Actually, the first elevator ever installed elevator. in the private house was for Keyshawn Johnson in the late 90s. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> he invented it. I got a nice he tax said, bracket, like but I ain't in that. I don't know if I'm in that bracket, Key. All right. Yeah, well, I, I think Max is just talking about his house that he had next to Elon Musk. Yeah, oh, I did. I certainly did. We shared a, <laughs> we shared a, a fence. Oh, I was living the high life in L.A., boy. It was good times. Oh, seriously? Or are you joking? I'm, I'm dead serious. Oh, no, I thought you, you, know, you joking. I was there first. Dead ass serious. Yeah. Have you seen Max's penthouse? No, I don't have Oh, a my God. No, stop lying. The bedroom is the size of our studio. See, I shouldn't even be sleeping <laughs> my wish. three or four hours. I need, I need to stay up 24 but, hours. But, here, stay, but the, thing about, the thing about the Giants, though, in all seriousness, the defense has played well uh, the, the last five weeks of the, of the season so far. They've done a good job, and they're being coached up. they got two quality coaches, an offensive coordinator and Brian Dable. And then wink on the defensive side of the ball. Julian Love, New York Giants defensive back, is back with us. Julian, what's that? Key's just bringing up the coaching staff. You guys have been written off. And I didn't think you were going to do anything this year. But you're playing with so much character. And, and so what is it like playing for that coaching staff? Yeah, it's been fun. Um, you know, I was saying uh, that at halftime, everybody was very composed. Uh, I think that's something that kind of stands out to me. Uh, you know, we're down, obviously. We're not playing that well in the first half defensively. Uh, and Wink Martindale is just super composed at half and just making corrections that we need to make. Uh, and so, yeah, Aaron Rodgers picking apart his own a little bit. Uh, and so we switched to tighter coverage and just, you know, and limited his possessions in the second half. And it worked. What's it like? First of all, Julian, you, you don't probably know this, and Max Dutton, and I know Harry Dutton for sure. But you were playing with my godson on the defensive side of the ball uh, in the secondary by by ways, just so that you know. So when you see Darnay this morning, pop him upside the head. For me. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. How do you feel about that video circulating of him? Yeah, I know. He, I, I told him, you don't pull down your <laughs> pants on the sideline, man. You have two guys stand one in the front, one one behind you oh, that's with towels. Exactly. Yeah, you don't yep. be doing that like figures. that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> figures. The apple doesn't fall far, far from the tree. <laughs> Will you stop? Unbelievable. So what's it, what's it been like playing for Brian Dable, though? I mean, we talk about the coaching staff, but him in particular, coming over from the Buffalo Bills, what's it been like playing for him as a head coach? Yeah, it's been good so far. Obviously, the, you know, we've been winning, but on top of that, um, when I first met him back in the spring – you know, he could care less about, uh, you know, what you've done before. Uh, all he cared about was what you brought to the table now uh, and if you brought juice and brought a good uh, attitude to the table. And so he's been great. Uh, he's been loose. He's been very receptive to how players have been feeling, um, which I think is important. You know, you want to run a good team, and it starts with your players. And so he's been very open and honest about, you know, with us and engaging with us. And, you know, the communication has been super transparent, which has been way different than I've experienced in, pe- in previous years. How easy is it to have a head coach that you can go to about anything? You know, you win a game, he's in the locker room dancing. Culture change, that's what we call it, man. How easy is it to play for a guy uh, in that of that fashion? It's so easy. You know, sometimes you gotta you got to reel it back because he's quick to crack a joke uh, before he is to coach you up on something, typically. And so you got to, you know, be wary of that and understand that, you know, he's not just, you know, like one of your boys, a friend. Uh, he's your head coach. And so uh, he, he kind of navigates that line uh, pretty pretty well, I think. He's, he's demanding, uh, but also he's encouraging, which I think is that that's the sweet spot for a good coach in any sport. Julian Love, New York Giants defensive back, joined us this morning. Keyshawn, J. Will, and, of course, Max. Can't forget about Max. 
So, Julian, now that the Giants have turned the corner a little bit and you've had, you know, you've been here, you've, you've been through somewhat of the losing culture with this team, how are you being treated now in New York City? Because I've been on a 1-15 team with the New York Jets in New York and not very good, but then we start winning – everything, the floodgates opened up and everybody loved us and we were the greatest thing ever. How has that changed for the New York Giants and yourself? Oh, I mean, this city, this city doesn't hold back uh, for sure, especially when you're losing, as you know. Uh, and so it's been great. It's, it's been good to drive, you know, leave your, your house or whatever on Monday. Uh, and you see a lot of people on the streets just walking wearing the Giants gear. Uh, there's something of, of a pride uh, about that you you're excited to see the community getting involved and really supporting and cheering you on you know and you get invited to you know other new york sports games and you know it, it, it's a fun time when you're winning uh and yeah it's it's not the not the best when you're losing so yeah, yeah, yeah i enjoy julian, this feeling julian love safety on the four and one new york football giants here on Keyshawn j willamax harry douglas in for j today espn radio julian a lot of people and i'm in that group saw Dable go for the two-point conversion with Saquon, and it worked. And at that moment, it felt like – and people just assumed, boy, the team is going to respond to that. Take us behind the curtain a little bit here. Did, was that meaningful, or was that overblown by the media? But, but, or did it do something for you? No, I think it was meaningful. I think – First of all, you know, Dayball, before he made that choice, he asked the players what we wanted to do. He asked the captains, you know, basically, we're going to go for two. Like, are you, do you support it? Like, what do you think? Uh, and of, all of us are like, yeah, go for it. Let's be aggressive. We're not playing on our heels anymore. Um, and obviously it worked. And, you know, in previous years, it's my fourth year on the team. In those situations, things just seem to not be going our way uh, in recent years. Um, we can't get over, like, that hump or win those, you know, those one-play battles. Uh, at times, and so this, the hat I think reinvigorated everybody. Be like, all right, this is different. You know, we have something going, and we got to build off of this. Julian, your star running back Saquon Barkley, he's been phenomenal. Uh, a lot of the reasons why you guys have had success is because of the way he's performing offensively, especially coming off an injury um, or two injuries the last two years. What has he meant to this team, and how great of a leader has he been for all of you guys? Oh, he's meant a lot. You know, Saquon's probably the most competitive guy in the locker room in anything. Whether it's ping pong, golf, just random stuff. That dude's just super competitive. Uh, and so to see him shining in the way he is, uh, it's special. And it, it's all about his work and his his process. You know, these past few years, for these past few years, that's tough on anybody mentally. And so he's had the the wherewithal to to push through that and power through. Uh, and so yeah, for us to be successful, our good players have to play well. Um, that's what we, that's what we've been saying, and so that's you know our leader, our captain, uh, playing well. You know, Julian Daniel Jones hasn't been the toast of the town. In fact, they didn't even pick up his fifth-year option, and many speculated that this would be his last year in the New York Giants uniform. What are your thoughts on the way Daniel has played this year for the G-Man? Yeah, so you know, Daniel and I were in the same draft class, and it's been fun to see him. You know, progress over the years. Like right now, he's doing such a good job of taking care of the ball, managing a game, uh, and just putting us in a position to succeed. You know, when we need a drive out of them, we need points out of them. They've been getting drives and been getting points, and that's all him. I mean, he's the first one in the building. He's the last one to leave, and like 
like no that's not a, a that's that's literally he's he's in the first he's the first one to get here last one to leave and so the work's been there for him he's he's a hard worker and so as a friend as you know as a as a teammate you want to see him succeed and we're happy that he's succeeding right now so Keyshawn played in the NFL for a long time I played for 10 years and we know how sometimes the locker room you know you have to let go some things and joke around and have fun and, and, and be and, and be and just be guys, be boys, be brothers. Who was the funniest person on y'all's team? And can you give us a little story about something they they've done funny or said? Mm. Uh, I'll say two. Uh Adore Jackson, our, our corner. I, I think he's, Adore, he's one of the funniest guys on the team. And uh he I mean, he gets everybody laughing. Yeah, man's, a, man's a funny dude. Uh and then Sterling Shepard, you know, he through everything, he's He's our more, most tenured guy on the team. That dude brings the juice every single day, no matter what. And right now, obviously, he's, he got injured, unfortunately. Um, but he's still in the locker room, you know, controlling the music, getting everybody high, bringing the juice. And so he's been somebody that we've, we've needed. And, I mean, he just brings a lighthearted but also kind of a tenac- tenacity to uh, how we go about things each day. Julian Love, New York Giants safety. You're on Keyshawn, J. Willemax, Harry Douglas in for Jay today on ESPN Radio. Before we let you go, the Giants, I don't know what it was internally, but externally, there were not a lot of expectations for this team. This year was about you know new coaching staff, new regime, figuring it out, what's Daniel Jones, all this kind of stuff. But now you're 4-1. and one. Same record as the Cowboys. Even though you lost that game, it was competitive till, till, till the end. Um, Eagles are the only undefeated team in football. What are the expectations in that locker room now when most people would have you third in the NFC East in terms of what, you know, ranking the teams? What are your guys' expectations at this point for a 4-1 and one team? Yeah, you know, it's tough when you have uh, success early to not look ahead, uh, to not look at, you know, kind of what's out there. Our our first goal on priority every year no matter where we are is to win the division uh and so this year obviously we have some some good teams right now you know the cowboys are playing well the eagles are undefeated they're playing well um and so that that's our first priority obviously we have the games ahead of us we have a good ravens team coming in this weekend um but our eyes are always kind of on the division seeing how they're how they're managing and we won the first quarter of the season which is a good thing and now we got to maintain when the second quarter uh and then, you know, that's when playoff football is talked about in that third and fourth quarter of the season, those last, you know, eight games is when it really gets nitty-gritty. So it's it's a process. We're just focused on this one game, but, you know, it's in the back of our mind for sure. I mean, pitch perfect, right, Key? Yeah, a little bit. I would – I would a little bit. I, I can work with him a little bit. You can work with Julian? Yeah, I can work with see, him a little Ju- bit. See, Julian, uh, Key's got, I think Key should open a consulting firm in terms of how to talk to the media. I think that was pitch perfect with Julian. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was, but – our first goal is to make sure that, you know, it's one game at a time. You know, obviously mm. some tough teams in this division in Philadelphia and Dallas. And, you know, we're a young football team with a young head coach and we feel good about where we're at. But, you know, we're, we're mm. just concentrating on the Ravens right now. And, and that's mm. really what it is. And, and look, if you want to forecast the future, I don't know the future. And I just I'm worried about Sunday. But what he what see, Julian, what you gave us, even though the key, mm. that's textbook. Right. <laughs> but what you gave us had the feel so of something of it, a little right? more spontaneous and <laughs> and honest, right? Even though That's you basically gave him the same message that he yeah, just gave. Yeah, but I don't want to be honest. I want to fool you. But he did, he did the same. Yeah, but he I got to get him to fool you, though. But th- I'm saying he sounded no, like he was saying in. something, 
But he said basically yeah. what you said. But it, you see what I'm saying? No, it, I do. Yeah, yeah, do. Julian. That's you got to draw him in. You got to draw him in. That's the key. <laughs> got yeah, that's what yeah. I'm yeah. About Julian that. Love. This is uh, this is a guy who knows what he's doing. Uh, Except hey, he went to Notre Dame. He's fine. I like him though. Mm. Great, great to have high character guys on the team. It's a high character team so far this season. You could see that continued success. And you better keep winning. That's all I have yeah. to tell you, or I'll turn Continue on you in one success. second. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Julian. All right, Jay. Hey, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. That's Julian Love of my beloved New York football giants. I'm I not kidding. I'll, I'll turn on that whole team I, in one second. I meant se- to ask on, you on, how difficult second. was it to go from corner to safety in the league? Because he played corner in, at yeah. Notre Dame, mm. and now he's playing safety. How difficult that is at a young age. Usually you see that, Harry, when they are already done. Yep. You know, even 10 years at corner and then they move to safety. Yeah, but why wait if you get if, if you have a little extra for the safety position, oh, do it while no, you got I, the juice. No, I, I understand it. I just would, wanted to know how difficult it would have Another been. Another guy, Dory Jackson. So I played with him in Tennessee. You know, he played offensive snaps for us in Tennessee as well. But he did he, that at Yes, I'm saying. He was a dynamic guy, returner, fast, did some offensive stuff, played corner. We drafted him in the first round. Yeah, but do you know who coached him? No. Oh, you coached him? <laughs> he played on my 7-on-17. Everyone played on your 7-on-17. Seven seven. Like, not was, the whole world can like play I, on one 7-on-17. Anybody, on put it this way. But they're paying anybody, people before it was legal. Any, well, shh. <laughs> Jim Brown, he <laughs> played on my 7-on-17. Yeah, yeah, we you know, we got to investigate you, you know, too, you know, Kim. You know, <laughs> you know who, but you know I ain't lying. You know who brought him from St. Louis to L.A.? We did, because he originally from St. Louis. Yeah. We brought him because of family members. We brought him to L.A., and he went to high school out there and everything. And, yeah. <laughs> Good guy. Like, everybody like plays. Everybody. But, you know, the problem is in L.A., the 707 circuit, right? And if you in L.A., yeah. at the time A lot when of, I had yeah. my 707, everybody wanted to play for my team because we traveled the It's world. like, you remember the well, six no, degrees one, of – I, I want to play for you because you Keyshawn Johnson too, though. Yeah, no, but it was No, I'm was just fun. saying, though. Yeah, like, exactly. I know that I'm going to get the exposure that, the that I need. Man, I had yeah. DeAnthony Thomas, Shaq Thompson. You know, Shaq Thompson plays course, for Carolina. Course, yeah. Josh Rosen, uh, Bryce Triggs, I could, my nephew, Michael Thomas. I can go with Darnay Holmes. Have you ever heard of six degrees of separation? Right. They always have. So, like, so, like so, so there was there was a game. That's smart by them. There was a game people came up with called six, Michael Pittman, Six Jr. Degrees of Kevin Bacon, because he was an actor who played in a lot of ensemble casts. You could connect any actors through Kevin Bacon. That's like key. It's the six degrees of Kevin Bacon or separation or whatever. Everyone who ever played keys on a, somehow attached to a seven on seven team. <laughs> if you're from LA, you're gonna be. On my seven on seven. I just I just think it's smart though. Like well, why wouldn't I want to go with somebody who's Johnny Unitas? Seven on, he's on my seven on seven team. <laughs> my, Back Michael, when Key was playing with you and Johnny. <laughs> Michael Pittman Jr. Look at this. Michael Pittman Jr. He got some people in the NBA playing on his <laughs> <laughs> seven team. John Wall. No. <laughs> George Gervin. The Iceman. Oh, he was playing on my seven. <laughs> key, the years uh, don't even match I, up. I, I, think, I think it's dope though, Key. And, and, and you did a great thing, man. Invested into those kids. And no, that's that's a no, it was, it was fun, well, too, That's though. what I'm saying. Like, you had fun doing it and investing in them, and they, they understood where to go to, to get the exposure that they needed. Mm-hmm. Coaches to, to seven And getting seven, coached up. Coaching yeah. on 707 and putting that team together and cutting. Do- Man, our fir- very first tryout, we had 600 kids for 22 spots tryout. Now, I'm like college coaches and pros. I already know who's going to make it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I need to take a look <laughs> at a couple other dudes. But I already knew who was going to make it. I'm like, How did hey, you cut them? Do you have the whole speech no, down? No, I had pat- a whole we had, so I had a little staff, a staff of about ten people, ex NFL guys, Chris Claymore, Brian Kelly, and company, Antonio Pierce. See, 
See yeah. what I mean? And He's connecting just, the whole university we, of we had, sports. We had it right, man. We was beating the brakes off people until we ran into Teddy Bridgewater and Shazier. Now. <laughs> hey, what Teddy, what Teddy did after he scored that touchdown? He ran team. a dig on DeAnthony and said, turn up the speed, baby. He got <laughs> It's different down south. He got dudes he in different they sports. <laughs> they was good. I mean, it's like Fernando Valenzuela was on my seventh. <laughs> What's going on? Marvin Hagler. Who, come Max. on, man. Everybody's on a seven <laughs> coaching staff. The I, whole thing. Look, man. Ronald we, Reagan was on my seven. What? He's not even an athlete. He's well, he not, he not fast squad, enough. though, man. Ronald Reagan not fast <laughs> enough. <to keep laughs> we squad. had the squad. We had the squad. Sounds That's all like I can it. tell you. We bombs away. That's <laughs> what we was doing. It's, yeah, it's, it you would be like right, though. And, you know, you're getting coached Facts. up. That's what I'm saying. And 707, the skill position which, players. Which, which is the most important thing, though, man, that these kids are getting coached up the proper way because there's so many people out here not teaching the right way, Key. Yeah, no, we coached them up. We, right. they, 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 they knew when I was coming, they used to be like, man, here come Coach Key. Because they already <laughs> knew. Yep. We would work the you-know-what out of them. And that's just, it was fun. Who's the biggest coaching influence on your coaching style? Parcells? I would say... Yeah, Bill and, and Coach Robinson, John. I thought, gonna, I, I I thought you'd say Cotite, not Rich Cotite. Stop. All, all my coaches, though, you take a little bit of something from them. Yep, right. And you use a little bit of everything. You know, uh, I took my nephew out of a game one time because he just wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. And everybody assumed he's my nephew. I'm going to give him the leeway. Man, I tore into his ass. And he just, you know, but it worked. Later on, because then he can go play for Urban Meyer, you know, which is a tough coach. Then he can go play for Sean Payton, which is a tough coach, because he was already conditioned in his mind that if I'm getting yelled at and screamed at, I'm going to be okay. Slap box your little brother, beat the hell out of him just so he can take care of himself. Yeah, squad. We came down to Louisville at Georgia and just Say what? We came down to Georgia. And did what? Went just a muck on them. You got your damn mind. No, we actually did. We beat some team in Georgia, and we played them in Alabama. Some team, some team. Yeah, I don't know who seven on it was, but we fried ice cream. Just tell me. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Josh Insurance. Used to be. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs. <laughs> was the right. ball where it was supposed to be, Key? It looked right. If you ran your rap, would Josh Man. Rosen get you the ball in right high, where you're supposed to be? In high school? Yeah. When he was a sophomore? It looked right. He wasn't knew, running all around. And, no, you knew oh, okay. You knew exactly who was going to the pros. things have changed. <laughs> For protection on the road and on the water, see how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. Two of the best college basketball head coaches will join us to discuss NIL and how conference realignment has changed the landscape of college athletics. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to 
prizepicks.com slash morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash morning, code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Right now, it's Patrick Mahomes, but his motivation wasn't about individually. I think as a team, the motivation was getting back. Mahomes fires Kelsey out of the middle, inside the 10 5, late to the end zone, touchdown, Kansas City! Generational talent in, in Pat Mahomes, but they got a head coach that knows exactly how to use his strengths. Harry, I just missed a shot by so much on the garbage can. It wasn't good. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. The ESPN app, Harry Douglas, in for Jay today. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> so, guys, Dominique Foxworth believes the Raiders game showed the Chiefs really missed Tyreek Hill. Here's what he said yesterday on Greeny here on ESPN Radio. What I noticed was Tyreek Hill really mattered. And I know it sounds yeah. stupid and obvious now, what? but there was so much of this game where the Raiders weren't doing anything special. They were just playing man coverage. And when the Chiefs could protect that really impressive Raiders pass rush, which they did a pretty good job of keeping them off of Mahomes, you would see guys running routes and they'd catch the ball sometimes, but they weren't open. Patrick was throwing great passes and sometimes it bounced off their hands. So like that one-on-one receiver that you know you can go to or a guy who's so good that it requires a double team and that open up other things for other people they don't have that and Travis Kelsey as good as he is he had four touchdowns but he had like 25 yards you need somebody who is going to break yeah. the defense in man coverage and they don't have it okay no, four touchdowns seemed like that was a broke defense to me I don't care if he had four yards on four touchdowns four seems, touchdowns seems, seems pretty broke to me that you can't figure out how to cover the main target in the passing game look he had 29 yards against the Raiders doesn't mean he's going to have 29 yards this week or next week that's no, 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 no. One. He had 25. Oh, 25. 25. You, uh, 25 yards. Okay. Give me those four TDs, man. In, in four touchdowns. So if he had 25 yards in four touchdowns, I'll take that all day long. <laughs> I, don't, I'm not, I don't need 150 yards. The only people need 150 yards are guys that's betting on the parlays and over-unders and all that other stuff. Present. <laughs> well, I'll be honest. I, I, I don't agree with Dom. I've seen on multiple occasions where – the Raiders were playing man coverage in that clip that, that they just showed, if you're watching ESPNU, was a play that's, that was actually man coverage uh, with Valdez Scantling. He got, got away, you know, Patrick Mahomes scrambled to the right, and he found him uh, for a first down. So there's times where you see these guys, they're beating one-on-one coverage. I thought Miko Hartman stepped up, had over 70, 70 yards. Uh, MVS, he had over 90 yards. You had Travis Kelsey catching four touchdowns. I don't need the guy to go go out here and, like you said, keep 100 yards this guy, 100 yards that guy. I need the guy on third down. Can he get open? Can he win this matchup? That's what they started doing after they went 0 for 3 in that game, and they finished 7-4, I think 7-4-11 or 7-12 for 12 on third downs. If I got a guy named Patrick Mahomes, right, I, he don't, he, I, don't have, I don't need him to be wide open. I just need him to but catch you, the football when it comes to him. But if you look at, if you just, if you're looking at the game, the, the, the fear of Tyreek Hill is it on the field? That's okay, though. Yes. Because at some point, MVS will become the fear if they hit it over the top a couple times. 
on a deep crosser, 30-yard chunks, things of that nature. And if you go and you look at, and you could do it, Max, while I'm talking, you look at Tyreek Hill's stat line, statistical stat line when he was at the Kansas City Chiefs. He wasn't 150, 150, 150, 150, 150, 150, 150. You know, he, Tyreek Hill will give you a 60-yard game here and there. He'll give you a 70-yard game. He'll give you a 90-yard. But then he might give you 170, and then it's back to 50. And at the end of the day, when you add all of that up, he becomes a 1,300-yard receiver. So I think they're doing it different now because what he's doing is he's deciding to get the football to multiple people in different situations. He's not relying on only Kelsey, only Tyreek Hill. So it makes Patrick Mahomes a much better quarterback for the future. And I think MVS, with his speed, right, I think he can be a guy, once they start hitting him over the top, that's going to get open underneath even that much more and that much better because of teams are going to be threatened by his speed. And, and the thing that they're missing, that they that they're, they are missing, is zero to 60. And what I mean by that, if Tyreek can take a shallow cross to the house, turn the corner, put up the deuces. But he's not doing that every single game, every yep. single game, every single game. It hits you once in a while, and that's what they've been missing in their offense, but it does not make their offense stale. They're still winning games. He's still putting up statistical numbers, and he's still the MVP favorite. I mentioned this earlier in the show. This year, the test for me is going to be in high-leverage moments in the playoffs when, when nothing's available and Tyreek was your safety valve, really. Yeah. Be- so can, the, can Mahomes still get it done? Because remember, he's never not made the AFC Championship game as a starter. Yeah. So can he, can he get it done even with Tyreek isn't there? And understand – with the Bills the way they're looking. And, you know, it could be that this is the year that he doesn't make it and even Tyreek Hill wouldn't have made a difference. We'll find out. But I think in the long run, not having Tyreek Hill will make Patrick Mahomes an even greater quarterback because and, – and the analogy I used earlier in the show is Roy Jones Jr., the fighter. In his prime, he was so much better than everybody, it was crazy. Like even Floyd Mayweather. Floyd was in his prime back then. No one ever thought looked at those two and were like – I wonder if Floyd's best pound for pound. Floyd was lapping the field, but he was so athletic and great, he never really had to rely on technique the way other people did. He didn't age as well as someone like Floyd or Bernard Hopkins or someone who had to rely more on technique than Roy, right? Patrick Mahomes, like Roy Jones Jr., he's just better than everybody. He's more gifted than everybody. His ability to to do everything and off-platform, it's crazy. But now, without that oh, I, this guy will just get me out of a jam. Now he's going to have to also take his you know, game to the next level technically. This is going to be good for him in the long run, I and think. I, and, I think, and I think he will. This is new for Eric Bieniemy as an offensive play caller, designer, along with Andy Reid as a plays. Now we, doesn't have, we don't have just two guys. We got four or five guys that we want to get the football to. And Juju will come along as time goes on and get used to Patrick Mahomes. He'll get used to his body language. He'll understand where he's supposed to be. Patrick Mahomes will understand where he's trying to go. It'll just be different. And I think what everybody's looking at is the exit of, Pat- of, of Tyreek Hill all of a sudden is going to make Patrick Mahomes look different because they lost to the Indianapolis Colts. They lost games last year, and Tyreek Hill was on the, on, the, on the damn team. But they still went to the AFC Championship game. Well, I, th- I think – you look at the game this weekend versus the Bills, I think that's another moment, Max. I don't think you have to wait till you get to the playoffs. You can use key games throughout this season, and I'm trying to look at them right now. You have the Buffalo Bills, who has a phenomenal defense. You have the San Francisco 49ers, who they play after that, a phenomenal defense. And you have the Tennessee Titans, who has an outstanding front seven. 
right? When you look at those three games, you can kind of yeah, you can kind of measure. Okay, how can my guys, you know, get open in crucial moments if they arise within a football game? So I think you can kind of use that as a measuring stick. And also, when you get to playoff time, let me go to the drawing board and see. Okay, when we played against this team and this moment came up. We were able to do this guy. This guy showed up. You can use those things as a stepping stone to uh, building towards the playoffs. Well, at least they got the Bills at home. By the way, for Mahomes' career, it's big because there's such an uh, – Josh Allen has this huge arm. We've seen him develop year over year. He's on a great team. Everyone seems in a rush to push him past Patrick Mahomes, right? And he's playing just about as well as Mahomes right now. Like, that's the debate between those two. If Josh Allen gets by no. Patrick Mahomes, no. it's go- it, but if Mahomes beats the challenge again, this time without Tyreek Hill, it elevates him. Key, you know, with people like who? Like me. People like me who will be telling the story, yeah. even if people like you are like bristle at it, like, oh, that's not what it is because you know better. But still, the history is there's too much of it. So people create narratives to explain what happened. I understand. And 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 some and, and if he doesn't get bagged by Josh Allen and Tyreek Hill's not there, those dots may be connected. But if he does mm. and Tyreek Hill's not there, that elevates Patrick Mahomes you to a new level. You know what worries me though that a lot of people don't talk about Steak Spagnola and playing this man coverage because it almost hurt them in that game versus the Raiders. You got to understand, man. Every time you can't oh, be going Lord. out there lining up, blitzing, and playing man coverage and putting corners that got, on the that, island. That's what got them last year in the playoffs against that, the Bills. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like you can't, you can't Even be doing they won it. The game, you have to put alter a, some things. It put them in a bad situation that's last year against the Bills. Like Spags, come on, man, come up with come that's up what, with something else. That's what worries me more than anything. Is them trying to play man coverage, and I, and I can't wait to see this game versus the Bills because I want to see how they're going to play it with Gabe Davis and uh, Stephon Diggs. Before we get going, one of the things that Josh Allen has to do, he has to beat Patrick Mahomes, he has to go to the Super Bowl, he has to win an MVP mm. for it to, to even be connected. Yeah, it's it just like a uh, lot yeah. of things to it's, me. Yeah, but yeah. key for for you, for me, for some others. But there seems to be this feeling based on the eyeball test, based on the way motive that that, it. It, that that there's almost a desire to to have Josh Allen there already. And so so he does. He's probably going to have to do less than Mahomes has had to do so far in his career to get. He look. He's already put there neck and neck with Mahomes. Mahomes, Mahomes is, is much more cloud, accomplished. Though. Mahomes is a dark cloud. The AFC Championship game, Mahomes beat him last year. Division yep. around Mahomes beat him. So but right now, Mahomes is a dark cloud hanging over Josh Allen's head. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max will be in Chicago for Bears Commanders. We need deep dish pizza spots, of course. That shows you how local we are. Extra deep cheese, dish please. Pizza. What do we expect from Justin Fields? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bought, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So guys, the Warriors have fined but not suspended Draymond Green. He will play Friday. Here's the quote from Steve Kerr, head coach of the Golden State Warriors. Quote, this is the biggest crisis that we've had since I've been coach here. It's really serious stuff. We are not perfect, but we're going to learn on the experience that we have have together and trust that this is the best decision for our team. We have a lot of work to do, all of us. End quote. Should Should Draymond have been suspended, guys? And do you think the Warriors really have already moved on? Anyone? Anyone? I'm not moving on as a player, you mean? Like, like as a teammate? I'm, if I'm pool, though, I'm not. He got to go. I'm just, I like Draymond. Me, personally, Keyshawn does. But if he to put his hands on me, we couldn't be in the same locker room on the same team playing on the bus. I'm just not going to ignore the fact that you just socked me in my face. Yeah, Harry, he, hit him, he hit him with uh, RG3 identified. He's right. I, I, I trained in Krav Maga for about uh-huh. four years when I was in L.A. three times a week. That's called a Superman punch. Yeah. You push <laughs> off. You, what you do is you see how he flew off the one foot. A it's, Superman punch. It's not, it's not, it's not a correct, <laughs> it's not a correct like, boxing punch, right? It's it, but it's to, the point of what he did is to close the distance quickly on someone and connect with a haymaker. And and, and, and happen, for people who are like, well, I hate, I hate this happened though. Jordan Poole yeah, should have been ready happen, for it. But I, for people for no, people man. who are like Jordan Poole should have been ready for it. You're not expecting your teammate just off a shove to suck to you and punch face. you. Yeah, like, like, I I don't think it's it wasn't good for basketball. It wasn't good for that team, especially a team coming off a NBA championship. And a lot of people are expecting y'all to be right there again. Also, I I do agree with you though, Key. I I don't know. And I'm not saying Jordan Poole doesn't, but he has to feel some type of weight every day. Dougie. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, you will not be in a locker room with me, th- man. Th- that's what I'm saying, though. Not like, happening. That's like, a, the, no. like, I hit a three, a game winner, I'm going to go high-five Draymond after I know he didn't sucker punch me in my face. It, it, we're not even gonna get to the point where like, we got no man. One of us have got to go. What if what if Jordan Poole snuck him? What if he snuck him one and now they're even? Well, then that's a different scrap. Yeah. yeah. If you're saying we scrapping, that's something different. Yeah. But Max, you're not gonna walk up on me and fire on me, and then it's cool. We are gonna sit down at the dinner table together. Right. Like, I do gotta say this. I mean, Jordan Poole, somebody oh, coming man, towards man. you, you gotta put your hands up too, though. Man. I agree. But yeah. but he's but, playing. But, it, but, he, but, but, but I'm just know. saying natural reactions though. Like you gotta. But he's playing it cool. Like come on, you ain't gonna do nothing because you're not expecting your teammate. By the way, you're a little guard. He's a power forward. You're not expecting him to haul off and and hit you with a haymaker. I get upset at stuff like this because I'm telling you right now, they're going to have to separate us. Every time I see him, it's on the rip. I'm serious. He should have put his Every hands up, single though. time I see Draymond Green, if I'm Jordan Poole, it's on and popping. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Pimps like 82, me and you like Tony, Tony, Tone. Oh, God, this is some Atlanta music. East Point and you know me. Keyshawn, J. Willamax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. What zone is this, uh? It's, it's, it's uh, Southwest. I don't even know. So I don't what know zone? zone? I don't know One through six, like that, right? Like what zone South- is it? So it's not too far. Uh, no lie, though. My, uh, my auntie's ex-husband, Doug Pittman, I actually spent a tiny bit of time with them. He used to do, be in the music game at a studio in his house. So you sang in the studio, right? Yeah. You laid down a few tracks in there. No, nah, I, nah, I I'm not no rapper. I could sing though. Yeah, did you? Know? you say, I'm saying they I'm put a, you. A, they see, need a singer see, on a track. See, Harry Douglas is behind times. He's supposed to say no cap. You didn't even say it right. You like, oh no, no cap. I with that, that, I has <laughs> that has something to do with NFTs, right, Key? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but Harry cap. tried to crack on me earlier talking about I'm old. Yeah. You know, he played with Tony Gonzalez in Lawyer Malloy. But they were still playing, Key. You stopped in 2007. They were still playing then. That's why I said it's not like you didn't play during my era. They you, played you during my po- era, too. Okay, Key. Key I'm had sorry. Roberto Clemente on his 7-on-17. What's he talking old. about? I'm sorry, Key. I called you old. I didn't mean it. But I did <laughs> mean old. it. old. No, I'm not. You played with Lawyer I Malloy. I came in in 2008, Key. Lawyer came in in 96 with me. He was on the back and end Tony of his career. came in. I think Tony came in in 97 and Key, who's the, who's, the old, who's the oldest player? Like the player that make you go, damn, your career overlapped with him, even just touched it, right? Like who was a contemporary of yours that was old when you were in the league that we'd like be Frank, like. Frank, right? Like, like Frank yeah, Wright. yeah, Frank Wright. Yeah, Frank pretty Wright good was one. captain but comeback. More, but, oh, he, was the old, he was the old guy back then? He, Frank, Wright? He, he, Frank Wright was the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills when they were down by like 35 points in the playoffs or something. He brought them all the way back and won. Who, who was in the league? What, what year you get to the league? 96. 96, right. Who was in the league in that 96? Was the old head. I mean, in 94, 95, old. I was going to Freaknik in Atlanta. You got to the damn league in 96. The summer, the Olympics no, in Atlanta. Wait, old heads was like Pepper Johnson. Pepper Johnson. <laughs> he played with like Lawrence Taylor. But no, Frank Wright was like an old head. Um... Who else? Jumbo Elliott was still kind of young, but he was older. He had been in the So Super those Bowl. guys got to the league in like the mid-80s probably. No, like Pepper Johnson, uh, Carl Banks. Like, Carl Banks, seriously. yeah. I played like Carl Banks type dude. I don't remember when Carl Banks got to the Giants. But I you, remember watching, like Carl Banks for the Giants. No, fans, wait, like, not, he, not, he had always been wait, there. You know else? Uh, uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm 49. But Keith, you, Keith Byer. No, he was, but you should have been like, the age you, you, you was cool with Tupac. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's okay. 
There's nothing wrong. He with was it. young then. Tupac was young. In he was in I the know. Furious Five. What are you talking about? He was with Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five on a recruiting no, trip. No, he tried. To, he tried to act like he didn't play with some old dinosaur dudes. Like he just young. I'm like, no, dude. You played with Tony Gonzalez and Lawyer Dan Malloy. They came out with me basically. So it was your error. Like, he, stop. <laughs> Key was one of the original members of the Treacherous Three, man, like, with Kumo oh, D. Our, our kicker, and, and James remember this, what was the kicker that we had that played for How the Kansas City another? Chiefs and played with me, long-time kicker for the Chiefs, played with me in New York for the Jets? Oh, God. Come on, James. Still, long-time kicker. I played, I played kicker. with uh, Jason Elam, too. Kicker. No, but this kicker was Nick Lowry. Nick Oh, man, Nick thought he had the police mustache. <laughs> and Nick was like 70, kicking back then in 96. He was already like 45 years old. So we was young. When you talk like about, old he might have come in the league in like 82, right? Like that's, you're talking about 40 years. Marcus Allen had just retired. Ronnie Lott had just retired. I played against Bruce Matthews. Like, seriously. I play, th- that's how I know you old. I played with this. Not Bruce Smith. I played with. No, I, play I, play, with, I played against Bruce Smith. I, I, I played with Jake Matthews in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. See, you was old then when he was young. That's all. It's all good though. So you played with his father. Yeah, I played with his father. Yeah, I played, played with the father. father of a dude you played against. <laughs> I played with. You yeah. played with. Played yeah, right. With yeah, you played with. I know. It's Vinny was older. He was older. Vinny was forty or something. But like Keith that. Byers was. I like watch Keith Byers in like the '86 Rose Bowl or something like that. <laughs> no, I know oh, it's wow. funny, right? You live some long the, enough, some man. Some of the dudes. It was some old dudes that I, as a kid in high school, they was already in the pros playing. Mm-hmm. And when I got like Jerry Rice, for instance, right? He yeah. was. I was a kid. Got a chance to play against Jerry, see Jerry. Go up against them, comparing who's going to have the better game. It was pretty interesting, though. Yeah. By the way, and they, what's the crazy thing is they were all on a seven-on-seven team. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's weird key, about key it. Coach their kids. Yeah. <laughs> the Y'all funny. Y'all <laughs> funny as no hell. Who you talk oh, about man. on this show? He coached them somehow. Is that some if connection? I played against Jackie Slater, or did he already retire? He might have. He might have just retired. Jackie Slater may have just Maybe. retired at the time. Mm. But that's just like Brady. Like, Brady literally is playing with people. Tom Brady you know? is going to be able to connect people in the one or two steps to, like, the leather helmets. Right? He had to overlap with someone who had a crazy long career to get you back to the 1970s. I got to give a shout-out to Eric Thatcher out there in the Bay Area listening right. to us, man. A friend of mine. He's riding with a friend of mine right now in the car. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, man, t- see if Harry give me a shout-out. Hey, appreciate you listening, Eric. There you go. My man. Oh, I heard him with Key and Max on Keyshawn, yeah. Jay Will and Max. He made the big time. Yeah, he's making the big Sean, time. Jay Will and Max in the Philly and Harry Douglas, Shemp, Shemp. I can't say. I'm so sick of y'all. Kwame, <laughs> Shemp Kwame is good. With the dots. Harry, come on. When you trying got, to get put on, Shemp is good, man. Shemp is in the we got crew. Chicago from Poetic Justice. Show him your brush. Show him your brush. That's how I call him, Chicago. Keep walking around here brushing his head, time yeah, at the time again. Waves, you know. Trying to get it right. He got them little yeah. baby waves up there. Trying yeah. to get it right, man. You yeah. know, I'm just, just baby working. Waves. You should have seen me in high school. I had a high top. <laughs> Swear to God, a high top fade, Harry. It looked like yours. Except, like, yeah, you ever see a white dude with a high top fade? Yeah, I've seen him with high tops. Yeah. I've seen him with gold chains on and yeah. earrings and vanilla ice. Yeah. I, I, just, I just, you know, it looked good. It looked clean. Oh, Joe easy. Burrow, see? Joe Burrow. Oh, Joe that's Burrow. my guy. Joe Burrow. <laughs> Mink coat chain. Does he have earrings? 
Probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he has a ears, his piercing. The best thing about it is when they ask him about it, is that a real chain? He's like, what I'm making, it better be a real chain. I got to say this quick, though. I uh, wish I would have played with a vet like you, Doki. Because yeah. I already know. Because me and Roddy had this relationship, heart, though. though you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we're so close. But I, I could tell you was like a fun dude to be around. Yeah, I, as long as you kept me out of trouble. Because y'all yeah. would be the ones getting me in trouble. No, no, no. The young I'm guys. the one dudes. slapping yeah, you on your dudes. hand, Key. Key, come back over here, Key. Key, stop. Don't do young that, dude, Key. Young dudes. Keyshawn, Jay Willimax. Bringing their girlfriends, sisters around and stuff. Off. I know what y'all up to. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.